0: Hello, friends. Today we are talking about Union Pacific Corporation, ticker symbol UNP. They reported last month on October 19. Analysts are saying that it's a buy. Uh, they're looking for a 12-month price of about $250, $245, which will be an upside of uh, almost 12%. They are 4% year-to-date. Uh, They were um, a little. They were close to two hundred not too long ago. So the question is: Is it a buy? Um, At least for me. Um, Once again, I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is for educational purposes. I just want to. take a a look at Union Pacific to see if this would be another of the railroads that I would like to add to my portfolio. I own um, Canadian National and CSX, um, and I'm looking for, I really like the railroads because they're kind of a a monopoly. Um, They own the railroads that they service, so this is the map of Union Pacific, and as you can see, they own a really big part of United States. They not only um, own the railroad, so that means if another company were to use them, uh, they have to pay a fee. They also um, charge uh, companies for the transportation of a lot of the products, especially if over here from California going all the way to the east of United States anything that comes to uh, from China it gets transported uh, in most of those cargo gets uh, switched into a railroad to be transported into the the mainline land and uh, they also own the cars and they also rent those things for transportation so they are a uh, they're a monopoly uh, they are create a lot of cash flow they're a little down because um, as the uh, there is fears of recession. Uh, whenever there's fear of recession, there is um, fears that um, the amount of products that are going to need to be shipped is are going to go down. Uh, it's not just product uh, like what we think about. It's also cars that get transported, grains that get transported, uh, coal that is uh, transported. So some of these companies are a little more Susceptible to those things. Unit Pacific uh, is a company that has been doing really good in the last five years. They have grown 45%. Um, in uh, So let's take a look at the last earnings. Uh, in the last earnings on October 19th, they beat earnings just by a little bit. Uh, they missed on revenue, uh, but earnings per share, um, it... it they, they bid, so that was pretty good. Uh, looking at the financials for the past 10 years, um, the revenue per share um, has uh, gone up steadily in the last 10 years, about 5.2%. Uh, f- in the last five years, 55 So it's really consistent, the amount that has been growing. Uh, when it comes to earnings, uh, there are some nice spikes, but other than that, it's been going up um, kind of uh, very steady. In the last 10 years, it has gone up 8%. and five years, once again, around a 5%. Uh, profit margins, this is something that you will be seeing with um, railroad companies. They have high profit margins. In the last five years, the average is 27%, I think, uh, in this uh, year-to-date, uh, profit margin uh, was 26%, so that's pretty nice. Um, when it comes to free cash flow, uh, they are a money-making machine most of the time. Uh, they do, once again, get hit whenever there is some kind of recession. Um, but as you can see, they are been growing for the past 10 years, about 8%. And for the past five years, it's a little flat at two, uh, 30%. But when it comes to free cash flow margins and average in the past five years, 20, almost 24%. So that is amazing. That's a great, um, great business model, um, Book value per share, it remains flat. Uh, these companies, they do have a lot of assets, but they also do have a lot of liabilities. They take debt on uh, to to keep... There's a lot of CapEx, uh, capital expenses, on trying to maintain um, the the machines and the railroads. So there's this very capital-intensive kind of business. Uh, so as you can see, in the last 10 years, they're flat. Uh, five years has gone down a little bit. Um, this also are numbers that are amazing. Return to equity in the last five years, average is 32%. And I, this is what I was going to look at. Uh, the last three years, if you see, is 44%, 57%. And this is the trailing 12. Sorry, it's not the last two years. So the trailing 12 is 49%. So that is just um, amazing numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, return to equity is 10%, uh, and return of invested capital, 15.3%. So it it it's just amazing numbers. When it comes to dividend, the dividend has been growing in a CAGR of the last 10 years of about 13%, which is crazy if you are a dividend investin- investor. This is the dream. This is kind of what you will love in a company. In the last five years, 11% growth, so... That is awesome. Uh, I am more... Uh, I, I do like dividends. I, I like more value. I'm trying to... I'm more of looking to grow equity. Um, I'm, I'm not looking too much for income. Income is nice, but I'm looking more for undervalued companies so that I can grow my my little retirement account. Uh, when it comes to debt, long-term debt, just like I mentioned, it, it continues to grow. That's how they... Um, pay for a lot of their um, in their capital expenses uh, if we were to take the free cash flow uh, of the past five years average and um, and if we took, took the loan all the long-term debt which is 53 billions divided by the five-year average of free cash flow it will take them about six and a half years to pay that's a little higher than what I like I normally like a five um, uh, uh to be able to pay it in five. Uh, And as you can see, their debt has grown in the last 10 years, 20%, 18%, and uh, in the last five years, almost 14%. Shares, they are good at buying back shares. They have been bringing, uh, buying back some of the shares and uh, average, very consistent in the last 10 years of uh, 4.5%. 1.1 1.1, one, one, and in the fi- last five years, uh, f- 4.11. Um, analysts predict that it's uh, they're going to be growing um, on about six percent a year. Um, this normally has to do with uh, earnings, but as you can see in the last five years. Uh, revenue has grown 5.4 percent. Earnings 5.6. Free cash flow 2.3. Book value has gone down 3.3, and um, so for the average is a, it will be at 3.25. But I'm going to be using a six percent for my. Uh, future valuations that I'll be showing you. So if we were to look at the multiples valuation using the revenue per share, earnings per share, free cash flow per share, book value per share, and dividend, um, and using the, the trailing 12 months compared with the average of the last five years, multiply by the multiples average of the last ten years we're looking at a fair value somewhere between a hundred and ninety-three dollars to a hundred and seventy-five dollars conservatively. So uh remember this is a very conservative kind of uh way of va- valuing this is uh historically what it normally people has pay for this um company we if we look at the payback time valuation if we were to look at the average free cash flow per share of 820 uh the 816 uh we grow it at six percent for the next 15 years and we add them up we will have received close to 210 dollars um and if we do um um and we do discounted earnings valuation using the average, which is what I like to do, uh, taking the average um, – no, free cash flow, sorry. This is earnings per share of nine thirty two. Nine thirty two. 32 You will see uh, growing it at 6% for the next five years. And discounted it back, it will be $124 after we um, – we look at an average of 20 P.E. And an earning uh, owner's earnings valuation, uh, we're looking at somewhere between the average of $170 for value to $186 uh, trailing 12 months. So whenever we put everything together, uh, we looked at a fair value is of uh, somewhere around $185 uh, if we use the trailing 12 months. Or 172, um, if we look at only at the average, at the five-year average, so somewhere between 180 dollars will be the fair value. Um, If we look at the price today, it's 120, uh, 119 uh, as the moment that I'm recording. The thing about most of these companies, because they're monop- a monopoly, they are a, um, they're normally overvalued. It's really hard to buy them undervalued. This is why I have not bought uh, Union Pacific. It's just I just uh, there's another uh, couple of railroads that are more in a discount that I'm looking at uh, or that I own, uh, which I already mentioned. Uh, So, but if you wanted to buy it right now, I think is at a 15%, nope, 20%. Yes, 20% over value, somewhere around that. So, uh, that's my opinion. Um, If you... Have any comments? Please leave them down in the description. If you uh, disagree with me and I'm missing something, please let me know. Um, and also, please subscribe. Um, it will really help the channel. Thank you very much, and thank you for all your encouragements. And I'm trying to get better at this. So, have a nice one.